Hi everyone and welcome to the Final Whistle podcast from Southampton FC. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Kenzie Vanali, and we're back again for post-match reaction to Southampton's Premier League win against Fulham. Now joining us for this week's podcast we have former Saints captain Dean Hammond and former Daily Echo reporter Adam Leach. Well Dean, back-to-back league wins for the first time since December for Southampton. How nice is it to see Saints play out this up-and-down season in such a strong way? Yeah, it's, it's been brilliant. The, the last couple of fixtures, the last couple of games um, played in the way that we we, we saw earlier in the season. Uh, lots of movements, uh, sort of lots of movement, lots of creativity, uh, playing with confidence. Uh, the possession game is back, scoring goals. It was brilliant to see another three goals tonight. Um, uh, sorry, tonight, this afternoon. Uh, Nathan Teller scored a, a really, really good goal and some good individual performances as well and a good team performance, which is Really, really impressive. And, and we've spoke a lot about it lately, finishing the season strong and the team are doing that and the players are doing that. So that's great and, and full credit to them, really, because they don't need to. They're safe. They're not really playing for anything, but it just shows how professional they are and dedicated they are. So two wins in a row is brilliant. And, and can they finish the season really, really strong with two fixtures left this week? Um, I think that would be great and, and just lift everyone's spirit going into next season, thinking, OK, what can we achieve now? Yeah, most definitely. And Adam, with fans set to return to St Mary's on Tuesday, that's just another thing to look forward to and end the season with even more positivity. I think everybody's really excited about it, whether you're one of the lucky ones that's got the golden ticket or uh, or you're just going to be watching from home. It's still amazing. to It's going to be amazing to see fans back. I mean, it's a boost for everybody for so many reasons after, you know, every, there's a lot of people... It's not been an easy year for anybody and it's been a very, very, very difficult year for some people and, and it's great to feel a slight sense of normalcy. It's been great that football has continued during that time um, because it has given people something, it's given them an outlet, but it's even better now that fans are going to be beginning to come back even in smaller numbers. It doesn't matter. It's it's what it means. It's symbolic of something uh, something greater, really. Um, and, and that's one of the great things about sport that it can lead the way on these sort of things and and yeah for Saints fans obviously it's been a long time coming and and they're coming back thankfully at a point when their team are playing well they're informed they're confident they, they suddenly look much more like the team of the end of 2020 rather than 2021 and and that's really what you want and and what a great uh motivation I think for the players for Ralph ahead uh, of Leeds I think they're going to be so up for that game for putting on a performance for the fans being back in and thankfully they actually go into it with some forward momentum as well and and yeah what a, a another good win back-to-back wins can they make it three in a row at home it's probably been a long time since they've really done that so it's going to be fantastic uh, to see and just great that the spectators are going to be back in to watch it all again yeah, most definitely. We can't wait to welcome the fans back. And before we discuss today's win in more detail, here is how the game panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solent. The sun has come back out at St Mary's. Let's hope the sun can shine on Southampton. And now Saints could take advantage. Minamino in the box, narrow angle, and it's cleared as it goes past the goalkeeper, up in the air, still not dealt with, and then Ariola catches it at the second attempt. Ward Prass whips it in, it goes right across everybody, and Shea Adams has his second goal in a week. Great delivery from Ward Prowse. Ward Prowse might fancy this. Can he get it up and down from about 18 and a half yards? Edge of the D. Fires it and now Fonce Ariola 
pushes it away two-handed he's done a lot of good movement off that right-hand side Minamino his movement's been good low ball in Keller has his first Premier League goal Walker Peters has the assist and now they might break Fulham because Decordova Reeds got back to the right and a good ball into the penalty area. Is that a penalty or is that Jack Stevens making the tackle of the season? It looked like it would have been a penalty all day long and Stevens has timed that brilliantly, to Brilliantly timed that. Comes inside. So Lisa goes with him but he sped it through for the teenager. Here's Carvalho off the crossbar and in. And Fulham are back in the game and the 18-year-old on his full Premier League debut has lashed it high off the crossbar Adams finds a good ball to Teller and Walcott hits it and that might be game over Theo Walcott like Nathan Teller has only just come on the pitch when he scored great ball from Adams that's it Craig Pawson brings it to an end Southampton have back-to-back wins in the Premier League for the first time since December Dean the weather didn't know what it was doing today but the Saints certainly did a comfortable win there yeah it really was um, another good performance I thought the game was pretty even up to the, the first goal. Um, I don't think there was much in it, really. Uh, both teams keeping the ball and kind of sounding each other out. And, and then great to see um, Shea score again. A very, very good delivery from James Ward-Prowse. I thought his deliveries today were, were superb, really, really on, on the mark. Um, and then, obviously, Southampton took control from, from that moment, really. Um, creating chances, a few half chances, getting into good areas. Looked really comfortable on the ball. I thought the movement today um, between the, the midfield players was was very, very good. Stuart Armstrong and, and James Ward-Prowse. Um, and then there was a spell in, in, in the second half, really, where Fulham came into it. and Or as you could say, Southampton went a little bit quiet for about 20 minutes when Fulham got their goal back. Um, but then that kind of re- reignited the fire in Southampton. Um, they came back into the game, dominated again. Brilliant to see Nathan Telly get his goal. Um, like I said, there was a few good opportunities, some good movement. Um, and the players look really comfortable. And I think it just shows um, there must have been that a little bit of pressure on the players. They must have been feeling a little bit of pressure when um, the season wasn't finalised, when there was that threat of, of relegation. Since that stopped, I think the last two games, they've, they've been superb and played very, very well. So two home wins in a row, two victories in a row. You can't ask for much more, really. Exactly. Adam, yeah, as Dean, say, you can't, as Dean said, you can't ask much more. A dominant display for large parts of the game and great to see young Nathan Teller make an impact from the bench too. Yeah, I mean, it was. I actually quite enjoyed it as a game, as a, as a spectacle. It was given that there was kind of, there sort of was nothing really riding on the result by, by the team. It was actually relatively entertaining. It wasn't kind of one of those dull end of season games, maybe a tiny bit less intensity for Fulham uh, towards the end. But yeah, I mean, you could see why Fulham are in the position they're in. An entertaining team to watch. and You kind of admire many things about the way they play, but obviously a massive lack of cutting edge in the final third and lack of quality that lets them down. But Saints were, were good today. I thought there was a lot of good performances. I mean, Jack Stevens, I think, uh, was really unfortunate that that kind of his error led to the goal because I think we talked a lot about him beforehand and I thought he put in a pretty big performance before that That slip for him that moment for him but it was there were some really good performances out there today and I mean Ralph it was great for him to be able to have that luxury to bring Danny off after you know just under an hour he got you know he was able to take Stuart Armstrong off and for Saints's point of view that kind of allows hopefully that momentum to continue because now some of the key players they can go again on Tuesday night hopefully and then hopefully play again 
for the last game of the season. And it just there's that sense of extra little sense of momentum. Um, I know the season has kind of ebbed away a little bit, but we've, we've talked a lot about the importance of finishing strongly for numerous reasons. Uh, and Saints have looked like they're going to do that. Yes, two harder games to come now, but still two games they can win. And, and the, they look in form. They look confident. They've got a lot of players that are suddenly playing very well. Yeah, it's a bit of a different story to a couple of months ago, which is great. Yeah, it certainly is. Well, let's talk about the game in a bit more detail now then. Uh, starting with Shea's goal, the first goal, his ninth of the season. Um, Andreas has left us a comment saying Shea could not score another goal for us ever and I'd still want him to play. His passing game is immense. Uh, so, Dean, I want to kind of put that to you. How would you rate the goal, but also Shea's overall contribution? Well, the goal was a good finish because Shea didn't have a lot of time to react. Got a really good contact on it from from close range, but them opportunities can be missed. So it was a very, very good finish. Um, and I think uh, Shea's link-up play is very, very impressive. Um, you know, the, there's a pass in the second half for Nathan Redmond's opportunity when he puts Nathan through, and it's the, the weight of the pass is very, very good. The vision, he's got the awareness that, that Nathan's through. He plays it first time with great pace. He gets into that hole very well, Shea, where he comes in between the midfield and the defenders and gets on a half turn, like his goal he did for, for Danny Ings against Crystal Palace. He's always got a very, very good assist in him. Um, and then the part he played in, um, the, the, third, uh, the third goal for Theo Walcott. You know, he, he has a touch, he can pose himself, plays Nathan, Te Nathan Tenner in, who checks it back for Theo Walcott to, to play in. But Shea's game is improving all the time. He works very, very hard. He's a good team player. I just think he's got a lot of attributes that he will continue to improve. And he looks like he scores in batches, doesn't he? You know, he scored one game, goal, and then he get, he goes two or three where he gets goals. And he looks like he's going to do that again. So it'll be really, really good for him to finish the season strong. He'll go into the Euros with, with Scotland, I, I, I would have thought. Um, and yeah, I think he's had a, another good season. He's improved again and he's he's just cementing himself in the, in the side and, and becoming a vital part of the team and a really, really important player. But I like a lot about Shea's game. He, he played well again today. Well, the assist for Shea's goal came from James Ward-Prowse. And Adam, it's, it's deliveries like that that will get him into Gareth Southgate's plans for the summer with England. Well, I mean, you, this, is there a better set-piece player in the Premier League? And then is there a better English set-piece player in the Premier League? I don't know. I'm not sure there is. Not for me. Not all round, because he has the ability not only to deliver for assists from set pieces, but also to score from set pieces as well. It's a it's a great asset to have. Uh, but I think beyond that as well, it's a strong all round game that that he's grown, and we've seen him grow at Saints, which has been a, obviously a a real joy to watch uh, over over sort of the last what five, six, seven years as he's really sort of become this the player that we see today, and he offers a lot as well as his set pieces to England as well, in my opinion. I think there's a lot more to him. I think when you when you kind of go outside of the Saints bubble, kind of all you hear is people going, oh, yeah, James Ward-Prowse, he's the guy who's really good at free kicks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, he's amazing. Like His corners are the best in the Premier League. They are, but there's a lot more to him than that as well. His all-round game is, is excellent. So I think he offers an awful lot, potentially, to, to England. It's competitive. It's going to be hard for him to get in for sure. Uh, but what more can he do? He's captaining the side. He's leading a Premier League club. He's scoring goals. He's playing really well. He's got so many assists. 
he offers that threat constantly from set pieces that very few players in the Premier League do. It's a great option to have. You know, he's, do, he's do, done and is doing everything that is within his power really to do to try and get himself in that England, not only squad, but in that England team. Well, the second goal came from Nathan Teller just moments after coming on. And as you can imagine, our social channels are being flooded with uh, comments of love for him. Uh, Mark's got in touch and, and he says, what a display by Teller. He looks fast, dangerous and bubbling with enthusiasm. Really exciting player for the future. Uh, Alex is on YouTube. He says Teller with a goal and assist. He's looking like the real deal. Uh, Dan on Facebook says Stevens and Teller were huge positives today. Great to grab three goals against a good side too and Katie says yes Saints thank you Teller your first senior goal uh Dean yeah first senior goal he must be absolutely delighted with that what kind of boost do you think that's going to give the youngster I think it'll give him a huge boost I think it's, it's obviously the final bit that's been missing for, for Nathan since he's come into the team he's wanted to get that goal um, and actually it's a brilliant finish because you'll see it for a, a long time coming across the box He'll be thinking, right, this is my opportunity. I won't get a better opportunity. He gets good contact in it, and it's a really, really good finish. But it was the perfect display from him. He came on and made a real impact into the game. He obviously got his goal. He looked bright. He looked full of energy. The assist for Theo Walcott, the chance he got where he outpaced the central defender, showed really, really good balance and strength, and then confidence and belief in himself to come back. And he could have laid it off to Shea Adams, but took the shot on. So it showed his confidence. I think he's grown into his, his Southampton career and it was brilliant to see what it meant to him. You know, the smile on his face when he was celebrating, that was brilliant. His teammates for him as well. So he looks like he's fitted into the group really, really well. Um, and he's at that stage now where you've got a player that can really impact the game when they come off the bench. You know, he brings that energy, he brings that buzz that you may need in a, in a game that's tight or 1-1 or nil-nil to come on and have the effect like he did was was very very good and I think he's come on leaps and bounds in just a short space of time since he's come into the team and the manager looks like he believes in him and trusts in him so yeah he's been brilliant for him and it was great to see him score his goal. And Adam you can bet your bottom dollar that if fans had been in the stands today they would have loved that one I mean Nathan Teller's becoming so popular amongst the Saints supporters and if there's anywhere where fans like to see young players being given a chance it's here. Was part of the DNA of the football club, I think. Uh, every set of fans love to see a, a young player come through, of course. But Southampton, it's something that they've been doing. It's not. It's not just that this isn't a new thing. They've been exceptional with this for fifty years, uh, really, since Laurie Mamenui back in the day set up the the sort of satellite academies and started bringing through incredible talent. And it's and it's just carried on and on and on. Um, it's obviously a huge part of how Saints conduct themselves as a football club it's not just a philosophy obviously it's partly a a driven out of necessity it's driven by the financial realities that they also live and work within uh but it's it's such an important part of what they do and it's and i think that's why perhaps southampton fans as much as at least if not a bit more from what you're saying steve i agree like they take particular pride in seeing the young players come through whether they're there, I mean, it's great when you get the seven, eight-year-olds that, that have been there since that age and they've come all the way through to the first team. But it's also great when you see they've brought in a player who's 14, 15, 16, perhaps is you know is not going to get a chance somewhere else. And then they develop them as well. It's all it's all part of what Saints is about as a football club. Um, 
And I think it's one of the things that makes it a very, very special football club and a and a special place. And it's great that, that they have a manager in charge right now who, if they're good enough, he'll play them. And, that, and that's that's huge for those young players. Uh, and obviously it's massive for the fans who, who love to see them play. Yeah, most definitely. Great to see Teller thriving. And it was Carl Walker-Peters with the pinpoint assist. Thinking with the season he's had, do you think Gareth Southgate should be considering him in his plans, if not for this summer, then for soon after? Yeah, I think it may just come a little too soon this summer for him. I think he would have obviously been in a couple of squads, but he'll definitely be on Gareth Southgate's um, radar. He definitely would have been monitoring his, his progress because he's been very, very impressive. And and you're right about the cross, Kenzie. It's it's a brilliant cross. You know, he doesn't take that touch. He just puts it into an area. And I think that's all you can do as a winger or a fullback: put it into an area and hope players attack the ball. And it was a great cross with with great pace. But I liked, you know, about his game today. He had a bit of bite in his tackle as well. You know, early on he got to Bobby Reed and give him a really good tackle, and usually would have been a booking, but the referee let it go. But I like that part of his game that's developing as well. So, and he's still young. Um, he's still got lots to learn, but he, he's he's been very, very impressive. And he gives Southampton that different dimension when, when he's playing, that attacking threat. So he'll definitely be in consideration um, for the future for England. And I'm sure he'll get a chance at some point. I just think, unfortunately for him, at the moment, there's a few players that have got more England experience than him. And, and this summer will come a little bit too soon for him. Well, the game did threaten to get a little bit nervy when Fulham made it 2-1, but the third goal from Southampton really put it to bed. Adam, talk us through that one and the, the clever assist from Teller as well. Yeah, well, well, I wasn't nervy, Steve, because I predicted 3-1. So <laughs> I was I was full of confidence at that point. Uh, but yeah, it was, oh, it was a great, it was a really good team goal again. A bit like the second one, it was some great interplay, really quick, uh, fast moving football and the kind of, uh, free-flowing football that, that that is Saints at their best when they play like that it's so hard to contain them because you look at the movement it's so fluid it's very difficult for players to 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 really know where the the, the Saints players are going to go when they play the the 4-2-2-2 I mean and Ralph gives them such freedom in that movement it's very very difficult I mean the, obviously the finish from, from Theo, there was an element of luck. Obviously, it was a, a significant deflection and hard to know whether the goalkeeper would have had it covered with the original shot or not. But nonetheless, it kind of deserved a goal because of the build-up play was so good. And that's really, it's that kind of stuff. It's the, the high-tempo pressing game. It's the quick, fluid movement. That's Saints at their best. When they do that, That's that was kind of the essence of them early in the season when they were getting so many results. And it's great to see some more of that now because it's been it's been a little while coming to really see that and then to see it so effective and incisive so it was a, it was a really great goal yeah most definitely well still plenty of love coming in for Teller uh, David has said uh, so pleased for him got a big future he certainly does doesn't he and um, Jerry was also impressed by Salasu he said he had another very solid game um, Andrew on Facebook hello he's got in touch he says well done Saints that was a great win a uh, little nervy after Fulham pulled that goal back but Walcott sealed the win with a cracking goal and uh, Stephen and Karen on Facebook have said good win and well played all uh, yeah plenty of good performances today Dean um, let's talk about Jack Stevens though he came in to replace Jan Bednarek at centre-back. How did he do for you there? Very well, very well. Um, like Adam mentioned, he'll probably be a little bit disappointed that he was a little bit too eager to try and win that ball for, for Fulham's goal. Um, but he, he was great, Jack. You know, he came into the team, 
very, very comfortable on the ball. He was driving in this first half, especially. He was driving out defence, um, coming out defence, playing into midfield. Um, and I like that about Jack's game. You know, really, really good on the ball, which helps, obviously, Southampton's possession game. Um, the, t- the tackle he made second half, so well-timed. You know, took a little bit of a risk, but it was a great tackle to prevent Lookman. I think, again, there was a block later on in a game where Lookman was a strike and Jack fully commits to it and makes a great block again. There were some headers. So very, very dominant and looked comfortable. I just think he got a little bit too eager to try and win that ball. But that can happen. Like mistakes happen in football. I think Jack uh, can be very pleased with his performance today. Um, and very pleased since he's come into the team, really. You know, when he's had to play at left back, he's been very solid, very reliable. When he's had to play at centre-half the last two games, um, very, very good um, and impressive. So, you know, that's all you can do as a player. When you come into the team, do your job. Um, to the best of your ability, and the manager will be pleased with himself, pleased with uh, Jack. So, yeah, good performance from Jack and some great time tackles, which was really impressive. And the result today means it's back-to-back wins for Southampton, and they're up to 13th in the Premier League now, Adam. But what does this result mean in the grand scheme of things for Saints? Well, I think it's easy to to write it off as meaning nothing because ultimately they're kind of they're not going down. They're, they're you know they can't really finish higher realistically than 12th, but. It is important that not only financially, I mean, again, that's an easy thing to say, but that's not really the kind of there's more important things than that. Even when you look at the team, you look at the squad. We spent some time before the match talking about um, the transfer window this summer. And it's a big one for Saints this summer, without any doubt. They need to retain a few players that maybe there's some question marks over. And they also really need to attract in some some good players as well. They're going to need some, not only squad depth, they're going to need some players that can play straight away in their first team, which is you're looking at really high quality footballers, therefore. And there's going to be a lot of competition for those players. There's a lot of clubs that are in that Saints kind of bracket who can pay the same kind of money. So what is it that you've got that you can either retain players or attract players with? And what you want is you want players to come in and, and look at the table, look at those performances at the end of the season, have that feeling that this is a club that's going somewhere, that's got potential, that's got, you know, is, is not just languishing at, at fourth bottom. And so these results are important for that. It may it may sound a bit a bit weird or a bit strange, but actually it is important. It does make a big difference to to them. So I think it is a it is an important result. And also I think it's nice for Ralph and the players because 2021 has been pretty torrid for them after after a really good, you know, second half of 2020. Um, and but the, but they have kept working. There's never been any question over their work rate, their effort, their commitment to the cause. Never ever have we questioned that. Uh, so it's good that they're actually getting some reward and and some results, so they can at least go away for the summer with a little bit of confidence and a bit of spring in their step for when they return for pre-season. Well, let's hear from Ralph Harsenhutl now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game. Very pleased. Uh, I think it was an absolutely deserved win. Um, we only struggled a little bit after the 2-1. But uh, then the third goal, I think, uh, yeah, made it calm and killed everything. And, and I think this was an important win for us again. Yeah, third time, second time, 3-1 at home, three goals. I think we could have scored more from, especially in the first half. We, we had a few more chances where we can we can make earlier the second goal, but in the end I think it was a, a deserved win. Good subs today, and uh, they did a good job. 
yeah, the goals are clearly coming back into the team. I mean, in the last four home games, that's 10 points and 10 goals scored. What's what's changed in that time, do you think? Oh, yeah, I think uh, we had always a lot of chances created. Um, and, uh, yeah, it helps definitely when you have a few players like Ingsibek and... and, and uh, yeah, the, the strikers are now more often in the position where they can score. Shea has a good run now. And yeah, we are finally also in the ball, in possession. We have found a shape now where we feel right comfortable and where it's tougher to defend against us. And yeah, we worked very hard on this part of our game, but it seems now that it gets better and better. Yeah, Shea's up to nine for the season now. So hopefully he can get to double figures in the next couple of games. What do you make of his development this season? How much has he improved? You know, very much, I think, and we, we are happy that he's not only working hard, he's now scoring also, and the more goals he scores, the more valuable he is for the team, and I'm hoping that he, he keeps on going. Well, Dean, next up it's Leeds. Can the Saints make it three from three? They certainly can. You know, the way, the way they're playing, um, especially in the last two performances, it's going to be a tough game because Leeds are in good form as well. I think they won 4-0 four four today, so um, a great result from them, but one thing we'll be look forward to is I think it'll be an open game. Um, two good footballing teams. Leeds will come to win. Um, obviously, Southampton will look to win. So, yeah, a big, big game for Southampton. And can they continue this run now? You know, uh, another home game, can they win that? Um, another victory, can they get nine points out of nine? That would be brilliant. Can they continue scoring goals? Can they continue building on the confidence? Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the game. I think it will be a really entertaining game and one that Southampton will definitely be confident of winning. Hopefully we don't have torrential rain on <laughs> Tuesday night. And Adam, I'm not asking you to predict the weather, but what are your early thoughts ahead of, Le- ahead of the game against Leeds? Well, I mean, after my prediction with the score, Steve, you might be wise to ask. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's yeah, I think like Dean said, it should be an entertaining game. Leeds are, Leeds are playing well. They're, they are an entertaining team. Uh, neither It's one of those games that you kind of feel like, well, both sides are quite attack-minded at their heart, really. And neither of them really have anything to lose, particularly, really, going into this game. So what you hope for is that it's going to be two attacking teams just giving it a good go, going out, expressing themselves as players, enjoying the game, enjoying that they can play at this level, enjoying the fact there'll be supporters back again, uh, which is going to be fantastic for, for everybody involved. Um, yeah, and it, it could just be a really good atmosphere good carnival game of football as well and that's just what what you hope for really that you have two attacking teams you have some goals and everybody goes away happy and a successful night well that's it for today's podcast thank you to our guests dean hammond and adam leach we'll be back on tuesday when saints host leads we'll see you then